0: you've been in the building for a while because uh if you're like me and just tried to come in here in the last few minutes uh let's put it this way when i stepped out of the jeep grand cherokee uh the water was to my ankles and the parking lot outside yes
1: i yes i made it in i got here about noon and uh did some work and then got out got uh, some food and it was just starting to sprinkle as i walked back in the door yeah but i could see the sky (laughs) yeah very dark (laughs) and knew i had made it in time knew it was coming so
0: it is here right now in fact it's kind of lightening up a little bit right or lessening uh severity of the rain right now but when i got out of the car coming in here it was absolutely pouring uh so be careful out there we say all that to say be careful driving in the rain and uh more rain how about that
1: (laughs) (laughs) not sure of. I mean, you know, we get rain fairly often, but this has been weeks and weeks yeah. of just constant uh, rain, and I thought we were sort of over it, and now it looks like forecast for the next seven days or so. I know. There's a possibility. <laughs> Uh, Which, in June and July, I know we'll be uh, begging for it, but right now it's like, this could clear out. That'd be okay if it did.
0: (laughs) Exactly. But pouring uh, as we speak. Uh, In the open, uh, part of our conversation, Steve and I had yesterday talking about the uh, One Chicago, the Chicago Mm -hmm. shows on NBC on Wednesday nights. Season finales were Wednesday. And a great little uh, homage to uh, Baylor and Baylor basketball on the Chicago Fire show. Uh, The line in that show was delivered by Randy Flagler, who's one of the fireman on the show. So I've uh, I've gotten in touch with Randy and said we'd like to have him on, just like to visit with him, a Baylor grad, you know, mm-hmm. who's now a big-time uh, television movie star. Uh, and uh, he is open to doing that, but he said he and his wife are about to get on a plane. Uh, in Kansas City, I think. He said in Kansas, so I'm guessing Kansas City. But he said if he gets through TSA in time, he'll let us know, and we'll have him on. If not, we'll do it somewhere down the road. But may have a chance to visit with uh, Randy Flagler. His character is Cap, one of the firemen on uh, Chicago Fire.
1: That'd be great. Has Derek reached out yet to, for you to do like a cameo or something on the show?
0: No, he hasn't. I'm open to that. I am definitely open to that. I'd, I'd uh, gladly get my Screen Actors Guild card to uh, <laughs> to do that. I just want to, I don't want to be on the show. I want to go see him uh, film? film it. Yeah, at some point. Do they do it in Chicago? Some. A lot of it's in Los Angeles. Okay. You know, in a, in a soundstage in Los Angeles. But then there are parts, if you watch the shows, you know they're out So uh, parts of it are Mm -hmm. shot in Chicago. In fact, I asked him, uh, uh, you know, my schedule kind of lightens up in June and July. I said, hey, what's your uh, shooting schedule in Chicago, June and July? And he said, "Uh, I don't know exactly. Might be August before we're back there. Mm -hmm. So may or may not happen, but I think that'd be fun.
1: Oh, that'd be a blast. Maybe early August. We can hope for that.
0: (laughs) Maybe so. (laughs) Before
1: the craziness of football starts again.
0: And any excuse to go to Chicago, I think, would be fun. Yeah, I've never been. Is it a nice city? We've been once as a family. It was uh, it was the year that Baylor did not have a bowl game, not this year, but mm-hmm. uh, previously. Uh, so that would have been 2017, I think, or 18, that Baylor didn't have a bowl game. Um, yeah,
1: 2017, I 17, believe. 17, yeah. Mm-hmm.
0: And so we took a family trip to Chicago. It was the uh, the coldest stretch of weather uh, Chicago has uh, ever had. Well, maybe not ever. Wow. But even the Chicagoans were saying how cold it was. So right. you can imagine how cold it was to us being up there. But it was fun as a, a family trip. We'd like to go back in the spring or summer, you know, mm-hmm. and kind of see a completely different side of Chicago.
1: Yeah, I had a friend there who lived there for about a year, and he said it was uh, – It it was the coldest it ever been. Really? One particular (laughs) instance, he said he was coming back for the holiday, so he was going to the airport, and it's like December. Yeah. uh, So it's very cold. It's early in the morning, and he was like, he could walk to a kind of a metro station and take that to the airport. And he was with his luggage, and he said he had to, like, hide behind light poles because the wind was... Oh, my gosh. You know, cutting through right, so right, intensely, and right. it was just so cold that I morning can see in that. Chicago.
0: Oh, uh, well, it is the Windy City.
1: That's what they call it, yeah. <laughs> yeah,
0: the Windy City on top of uh, just frigid temperatures. So, yeah, we'd like to go back at some point. I'd like to go to Wrigley Field. Um, MJ and I, when we went up there, we caught one of the, the trains out there to mm-hmm. Wrigley Field. Now, this is... December or early January, I think December sometime, and snow on the ground, snow all around, and, and fencing up around it. They were doing some construction work. But we got to see, you know, we were there around Wrigley Field, but uh, I'd love to go to a game there.
1: That would be, uh, yeah, that would be amazing. And that's just one of those iconic places mm-hmm. for sure that uh, you couldn't pass up. When they were in the World Series not too long ago, there was nothing better than than those games at Wrigley. Yeah. Just because yeah. the atmosphere was amazing, and it's so uh, it's, it's such a historic place. Yeah.
0: Uh, a lot of good pizza there. A lot of good pizza the deep, places. They do the deep dish. Yeah, there? yeah. Yeah. That's kind of the specialty, but you ask somebody like ask the concierge at your hotel or ask anybody really, Hey, where can we find some good pizza? And they'll name like 10 places <laughs> <laughs> because there are so many and, and, uh, we sampled them at several places it is good. I mean, it's that mm-hmm. deep dish, so it's a different kind of pizza, Sure, but it it is really good.
1: Did you eat it with a fork, or did you just go? Uh, no, I kind of picked it up. You kind of picked it up? Yeah,
0: yeah, but it was uh, that thick crust for sure. Right. All right, so uh, maybe, possibly, Randy Flagler will join us here in the hour. Might, May or may not happen, uh, but we've got plenty to talk about including the Big 12 baseball tournament that continues uh, without the Bears there, uh, continues with four games today. They got two games in yesterday that had to bang the uh, night schedule, the two games last night. So that leaves the tournament with four games being played today. Uh, Let's take a break and we'll look at that when we come back. TCU has already won today. They advance in the winner's bracket. Uh, Tech has uh, lost and has turned around and playing again and trailing right now. Uh, And then there's two other games coming up this evening. So we'll look at that when we come back. Hey, we're glad you're with us on this rainy Friday afternoon here in Central Texas. John Morris, Stephen Simcox, and we'll be right back here on ESPN Central Texas. Fox 44 weather update. I'm Chief Meteorologist Mike LaPointe. Mostly cloudy today with a 60% chance of scattered showers and a few thunderstorms. Highs topping out at 86 degrees. Cloudy skies tonight with a 50% chance of scattered showers and storms around the region. We
1: drop to 68. And tomorrow, mostly cloudy skies. A 40% chance of showers and storms in the morning. Then clearing skies in 81. Join me every weeknight during Fox 44 News at 536 and 9. For your forecast first, plus check out Fox44news.com for any changes in the weather.
2: I love baseball. The Rangers and Mariners play game two of their four-game series at T-Mobile Park in Seattle tonight. And that's belted. Deep left center field. Back goes Garcia to the wall, and he leaps, and did he catch it? No, it's gone. You see my baseball? He caught it. He deked all of us. He he held
1: on to the ball, didn't throw it, didn't have any kind of reaction at
2: all. Hi, everybody. This is Eric Nadell, inviting you to join Matt Hicks, Jared Sandler, and me. Our GEICO broadcast time is 830 on the Texas Rangers Radio Network.
3: I'll take a grande, no-foam, triple-cap, double-pump vanilla latte with
2: three-and-a-half ice cubes, slightly shaken, extra whip.
4: Yeah, that's going to be an upcharge.
2: Great. This one is on my Casasa cashback checking account. Uh Uh-huh. Kasasa pays me cash back on everyday debit card purchases, plus refunds on ATM withdrawal fees. Go on, take back banking and treat yourself to monthly cash rewards.
3: First Central Credit Union. Come see them today or apply online at firstcentralcu.com.
2: A very, very smart use of two minutes. Here's the number you need 855 51 Bible. That's 855 51 Bible, 855 51 Bible. ESPN Central Texas is your flagship station for Baylor
1: Athletics.
0: It's a special Friday edition of the Rob Sellers Funky Bump of the Day. Normally on Thursdays, Rob uh, is uh, off work today. I think he's always off on Fridays now. Had lunch with Rob. Remember I told you he and I were going to get together for lunch today. That's right. So I got some answers on the wedding that we had yesterday. Uh, He officiated. It was just last Saturday, so less than a week old. uh, He officiated, co-officiated, I'll say, uh, the wedding of his daughter Meredith. And he did walk her down the aisle. And then the other co officiant said, uh, who gives this woman to be married? And Rob said, her mother and I. And he uh, leaned over and kissed her and gave a hug to, uh, to Zach, the groom-to-be. And then stepped around <laughs> in front of them, <laughs> and uh, the other coefficient officiant handed him his Bible, and then he helped do the rest of the uh, ceremony. So, Man, and so
1: it worked. Double duty. Kudos yeah. to Rob.
0: I know. And exactly. Keeping it together
1: in a moment like that. Well, sure keeping it, it
0: together for the most part. He said, uh, listening to the song, walking down the aisle, everything was fine. Sure. He was trying to make jokes. He was trying to help Keep it make, light. Yeah, 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 make Meredith uh, comfortable. Uh, and through the whole service, everything was good right at the very end. He said two outs in the ninth inning. <laughs> <laughs> he choked up and couldn't finish what he wanted to say at the end just because the uh, the emotion got to him. But that's you can okay, understand Rob. that.
1: Yeah, I can understand that, right. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. That's perfectly fine. And so, great job to – do both and do it well.
0: I know, exactly. So well done, and there's the story straight from uh, Rob Sellers. And the funky bump of the day today uh, is not new mu- new music. It's new to us. It's Stevie Wonder. No, that wasn't Stevie Wonder. That was uh, The Temptations. Shaky Ground is the name of it. Okay. If you want to track that. Shaky Ground.
1: Never heard that one. I know. Uh yeah, Stevie Wonder's birthday was last week. It
0: was, it was, it yeah. was every yeah, absolutely. All right, uh, we're glad you're back with us on this Friday afternoon. Uh, rain, heavy rain here in Central Texas. Let's check in on the Big Twelve baseball tournament where they had uh, a pretty good shower come through last night. Postponed the two games scheduled for yes or for last night. They played the two day games. They postponed the two last night to today. So they started with four games this morning and started at. 9 a.m. and uh steven your tcu horn frogs were first up against T- uh texas tech and tcu got the win and uh looked good what was it seven to the
1: final seven two victory yeah it looked pretty good uh tech had a couple errors that cost them a few runs in, in that one but pretty good ball game it was five to two going into the eighth and tcu tacked on a couple insurance runs but they they get the victory so yeah they move on through uh, to the winner's bracket and um, Tech and K-State in action right now. They had to turn around and play pretty quickly.
0: Yeah, so with the postponement from last night, that forces uh, the loser of that game, in this case Tech, to turn around and play, as you said, right now against Kansas State. And K-State uh, is getting the better of Texas Tech right now.
1: They are. Yeah, they had a, a big five-run um, top of the fourth. So they lead, they're lead. they leading 7-0. Tech has scored a run here in the bottom of the fourth, so it's 7-1. Uh, as we know, Texas Tech has a very explosive lineup, but they're going to have to obviously put up some zeros to yeah. come back here. They're in a pretty uh, pretty big hole at the moment. K State up seven to one.
0: I'm going to say this game is not over. Uh, that may be stating the obvious, but seven to one lead for K State. Fourth inning, bottom of the fourth inning, Tech batting. Tech has just put the one run up that they have on the board. But the loser of this game is uh, is out, and uh, the winner moves on to play TCU tomorrow morning at 9 a.m. So uh, K-State, I mean, K-State came in as the number seven seed in this tournament, uh, lost to TCU, beat Baylor. They're winning right now over Tech, and uh, let's see how that uh, transpires over the remainder of the day. Yeah, the game. K- no, sorry.
1: no, sorry, K-State, uh, De- team of desperation, and they're playing like a yeah. right now. But a long way to go in this one, as you said.
0: Hey, a lot to be said for that. You know, if you know yep. your season is over, if you lose, lose a game, uh, that's great motivation. Mm-hmm. So give them credit. West Virginia will be in that same boat. They play this afternoon against Oklahoma State, scheduled for a 4 o'clock start this afternoon. All these games today on Big 12 Now on ESPN+. And then the night cap tonight will be uh, whoever loses that game, West Virginia or Oklahoma State, matched up against top seed Texas tonight at 730.
1: And West Virginia, like K-State, they need to win. Right. Uh, Oklahoma State, they're in, but it would be nice for them to, to get some wins receding. And we'll be intrigued to see kind of what Texas does, because um, I know, obviously, you want to get victories, but they seem pretty safe. They got a victory yesterday so i don't know if david pierce uses some guys that maybe he wants to see get some work or if he continues with the rotation but we'll uh, we'll see that this evening a, a lot of baseball today
0: again. yeah a lot of baseball and the sun is shining there in oklahoma city so uh, yep. they've got good weather today that's good because they already had the two games postponed from yesterday you don't want, you don't want those to start getting backed up more than that
1: no they sent us whatever they had it yeah. looks uh, <laughs> it
0: looks looking bad out there again so that is exactly what it is it's that same front if coming you're through driving real. good luck guys yeah it is uh, absolutely pouring here in Central Texas right now. So that's the uh, up-to-the-date, up-to-the-moment uh, up uh, results going on right now in Oklahoma City, Bricktown Ballpark, Big 12 Baseball Tournament. Baylor, again, awaits the NCA announcement. I think I said mistakenly yesterday that comes at noon on Monday. It is uh, 11 a.m. Central Time. It's okay. noon Eastern Time. But 11 a.m. on Monday is the NCA selection show. Here's uh, here's what's working in Baylor's. Here's what's not working in Baylor's favor. Uh, they lost six of their last eight games, including two straight in the Big Twelve tournament. Uh, they um, uh, their RPI dropped uh, really significantly over the last couple of weeks. Lost two of three at Oklahoma State. Lost two of three at home to Oklahoma, and then dropped two straight in the Big Twelve tournament. Uh, so those things certainly not working in Baylor's favor, but. I wouldn't shut the door completely. I think mm-hmm. it's a long shot that Baylor gets a bid, but I wouldn't close it completely because working in Baylor's favor, uh, the Big Twelve has the number two RPI of any conference in the country. The SEC is one, shocking. B- uh, Big Twelve is is second. So I think that helps uh, every Big 12 school saying, hey, we went through this gauntlet of a schedule in the Big 12. I think that would work in Baylor's favor.
1: I would think so, too. I mean, especially if, you know, and we'll see when the selection starts, but if you see that three Big 12 teams are are top eight seeds, and I think that's something that is good for Baylor. Uh, They do have that really good series win against Texas Tech. And I think it just comes down to if the committee looks at it and says, okay, you know, when this team is at full strength, they look like a tournament team. They reportedly have some guys that are coming back next week that could be available next weekend. Let's go ahead and and give them the benefit of the doubt. Um, And if not, then yeah, you're probably sitting at home, but uh, I know D1 Baseball had them as one of the first four out, but we see teams on the bubble all the time, I and mean, those projections are not yeah. 100% accurate. So uh, there's definitely some reason for optimism, even though it, it didn't look great after yesterday's loss.
0: And that's the other reason for optimism is uh, I I don't know if there's any lobbying that goes on behind the scenes. I know Jim Schlossnagel is the uh, rep for this region to the NCAA, and I know he knows – you know, I would think he mm-hmm. would do whatever he could to help Baylor, to help other Big 12 schools. Um, but the fact you make the point to the committee, hey, Baylor played basically the last two weeks without Tyler Thomas, their number one pitcher, uh, was not available. And I, I think you factor that in. I think that works in Baylor's favor, not not having him. But the fact you can say to the committee, hey, factor this in, he should be back if Baylor's in a regional next week.
1: And I'll also say, uh, in, D1 Baseball does a great job, but – you know, basketball gets followed really closely. I feel like there's a bunch of projections, and those are pretty close. Baseball, the committee, it's kind of hard to get a read on them from time to time. So, yes, there's, there's definitely a case for, for Baylor to get in the tournament and to continue their season. And we'll right. see you on Monday morning.
0: All right. Very good. Monday morning at 11. All right. Let's let's uh, let's take a break. When we come back, it's going to work out. We're going to be joined by Randy him, Flagler. Right. Yeah. A Baylor grad who is uh, part of the uh, cast of Chicago Fire, the Wednesday night Bafo series, the Chicago lineup on NBC. But we'll visit with him. I guess he's made it through TSA. That's good. And we'll visit with him when we come back. Stay with us. John Morris. Stephen Simcox will be right back here on ESPN Central Texas.
1: You wouldn't call your doctor, accountant, or mechanic using a 1-800 number. So, why your bank? If you have to dial 1-800, you don't know your bank, and your bank doesn't know you. Come to Central National Bank and experience the difference. Bank different. Bank central. Central National Bank. Member FDIC.
0: Have you been tagged, yet again, in an engagement ring photo? are hints being dropped all around you. Rest assured, D'Amore Fine Jewelers has been rescuing men seeking the perfect ring for over 25 years. Come in with a picture of her dream ring and we'll make it a reality. With our five-year financing, custom design team, and selection of diamonds, we'll make the whole process fun and enjoyable. D'Amore Fine Jewelers on West Waco Drive.
3: Hey, it's Matt Mosley. The Matt Mosley Show with Stephen Simcox. Exceptional experience, extraordinary results. That's what you receive when you hire the attorneys at Steckler, Wayne, Cochran, Cherry. Trial lawyers with over 100 years of combined experience specializing in catastrophic personal injury and product defect cases, as well as business disputes. Steckler, Wayne, Cochran, Cherry now has an office in Waco managed by local attorney Craig Cherry. Craig is triple board certified. Fewer than 1% of all lawyers in Texas are triple board certified. If you need a lawyer that has exceptional experience and provides extraordinary results for clients, call them in Waco, 254-651-3690. Again, that's 254-651-3690. You can also visit the website and learn more about the firm at www.swclaw.com.
0: You're listening to The John Morris Show on ESPN Central Texas. So I was texting with Derek last night about that, Derek Haas, and told him, hey, that's great, uh, and, and he sent me a picture of the uh, script. So I've got a picture of that script from last night where he talks about the national championship, and uh, really, really cool. So the, the line exactly is, hang on here, it's, uh, yeah, it's like we were – it's like when we were watching Baylor win the national championship. Haha, I know. <laughs> so uh, that was pretty cool to work that in. Now back to today's JMO Radio Show from the Allen Samuel Studios. Here's the voice of the Bears, John Morris. All right, going back to uh, One Chicago on Wednesday evening. That's the uh, trio of uh, Bafo hit shows on Wednesday nights on NBC, Chicago Med, followed by Chicago Fire, then Chicago PD. We love the shows. Uh, Derek, uh, that I mentioned there in the rejoin, is Derek Haas, who is the co-creator of the series, one of the executive producers and writers for the show. As such, and Derek's a Baylor guy, as such, he likes to slip in nice references to, to Baylor, to Waco. Uh, there was a, a very subtle uh, shot a few weeks ago uh, of Armstrong Browning Realty uh, was one of the uh, uh, sets uh, things on the set there. But uh, then, as I mentioned in that rejoin, they made a reference to Baylor winning the national championship in the series finale that uh, aired this past Wednesday. That line was delivered by another Baylor grad, Randy Flagler, who is kind enough to join us now. And I think traveling, or I know traveling, today he's got a few minutes with us and Randy it is great to have you on with us uh, we appreciate your time this afternoon.
5: John, thank you for having me. Yeah, I am at the world-famous Eisenhower airport in Wichita, Kansas. <laughs>
4: trying, to find,
5: trying to find a good place where when they talk on the loudspeaker, it won't flare us out. But I think we're good to go though.
0: Hey, man, I appreciate. It. I really do, especially getting through TSA and traveling and uh, and thanks for your time. Uh, it sure was fun to watch the uh, series finale. Derek had kind of given me a heads up that he, he just said, "Wait till the series finale." So I knew there was something coming, uh, and right. it was fun that you got to deliver that line.
5: No, it was great. Every time, like we get the script, of course, you know, like I read through it and so on. And it is funny, like when you see the Baylor stuff. Which, of course, I was—I uh, was glad he gave it to you know that I was the one that was going to have was going to deliver it. But of course, I mean, it's like us coming off. Are you? It's still crazy that we won the you know national championship in basketball. So of course, I have that pride going. Of course with the best bench player Adam Flagler, there, you go. Uh, there on the team.
0: <laughs> we we should <laughs> let people know no relation, but certainly a lot of pride there. I
5: don't think so. Maybe. Like who knows? Really? Maybe, but yeah, nothing yeah, not not that I know of, but maybe down the down the line. Uh-huh. Yeah, you know, but I was I was proud of him because he came off the bench and was hitting those three pointers, so I was loving it.
0: He was a key part of that team. I want to see yes, your jump shot before you claim some uh relation <laughs> to Adam, okay? Dude,
5: almost, <laughs> no, I think i I think I'd be bad. I think I'd be bad for that.
0: Hey, tell us uh, a lot of pride there, isn't that fun to see what Coach Drew did with this team this year to win the national championship?
5: Unbelievable, right? It was it was fun to watch because in that team, like it's similar to other championship teams. It's like you can tell the guys love each other. You can tell they work together, and it's not about any individual, you know, accomplishment. It was it was fun to watch. I was, I was a little scared with Gonzaga; they had a good team too, but we. We came out on top, and I—unbelievable! It was great. Fifty years, you know.
0: Yeah, and and clearly, Baylor was the best team this year. I mean, in the Final Four, really yes, but through the entire tournament, Baylor was unquestionably the best team in the nation. I
5: agree with you there, John. Yeah, how and, about- and actually, that—that's growing up. I grew up in Kansas City area, so of course, uh, <laughs> it was like KU Jayhawks growing up all the time, and like my. Mom and dad went there and so on, so I got to watch some good KU basketball. But to, like, to see Baylor continually beat up on them a little bit, yeah. which I hope I want to get any <laughs> hate mail for that. But it, it is, it's kind of fun to watch.
0: So you're from uh, Overland Park, that area right there in the Kansas Correct. City area. How would you get to Baylor? Uh, what was the draw and what was your Baylor great, experience
5: like? Great question. There was actually a group of, I want to say, four or five of us that went there. Okay. The reason we even knew about Baylor was that one of our football coaches, uh, Michael Cooper, who he'd gone to Baylor and – uh, you know, sounded like an interesting place down there in Texas. And we went down there, did the road trip, you know, checked it out and so on. I was like, yeah, that's cool as work. Well. And then, and one of the guys uh, that also uh, went there from our high school was Sean Severide, which there's a character oh, yeah. on Chicago Fire named Severide. Yeah. Severide, Severide played uh, baseball, baseball for yeah. Baylor, third him. base, and, and uh, you know, played for four years.
0: Yeah, I remember him. Absolutely. Is yeah. the Severide, is uh, Kelly Severide named after Sean Severide? You can ask Cass, but I'll tell you the answer is yes. Oh, very nice. Very nice. (laughs) I like another Baylor connection. That's really cool.
5: (laughs) Actually, John, there's been so many. I mean, we happen to be in a fraternity, not that that's important or anything like that, but right. it's like every time I get the script uh, through the years, like you see certain character names and I start laughing because I know it's one of our fraternity buddies, like last name and so on. I very just, cool. I, I keep it to myself, but it's very funny. I,
0: I remember the first time I noticed that it was, I think 2016 when right. Corey Jefferson was a character on the show. <laughs> and, right. and that was obviously an homage to uh, Corey Jefferson who played basketball at Baylor.
5: Exactly. Yeah, yeah. no, it's, I think there's little hidden secrets in there that sometimes I might be the only one of the cast, you know, that that gets them. And actually, you mentioned in the Armstrong Browning yeah, Library, yeah. I started laughing. I, I'm I'm hoping my mic was off because I had forgotten that that reality thing. But it's oh, like yeah. when I saw it, was like, is it, did Derek write this one? Like I got to check because it's <laughs> like a total, you know, totally the library. You know,
0: that's fun. I watch for those things, knowing that uh, you guys and Derek in particular likes to uh, likes to slide those in. What what did sure. you what did you major in? How how do you come through Baylor and end up in Hollywood? <laughs>
5: Well, you know what? I guess this does make a little sense because it was it was business broadcasting. Which first, okay. I started the, the business school. Which uh, God, uh, oh my God, I'm blanking out. What's the name of the business school?
0: Uh, camera. Hand camera. Hand camera.
5: Yeah. see, I'm 52 years old now, <laughs> so obviously the the brain, the brain's not, <laughs> not completely there as much as it used to be. But I was a business major, and then, um, but then it, to answer your question, it ended up being business broadcasting, where when I was over at, Cast, is it Castellaw? Castellaw, cool?
0: that's right, right.
5: Castellaw, all right, oh my God. Uh, but anyways, when I was over there, um, it was like, oh, okay, these, these you know, these classes may be more down my, you know, down <laughs> my lane. Right, right. And uh, having... Um, uh, even like uh, Brian Elliott, he's, I think he's still there. Brian is still feel, here. was an Overland yeah. Park kid from yeah. Kansas a long time ago. Uh, but those classes I really enjoyed. So it was a little bit of uh, broadcasting classes, and then uh, the rest of them was the business classes, which – don't ask me my grades. I got me accounting classes because I was horrible at that.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Castellaw, yeah, yeah, Castellaw, that's where I spent most of my time when I was in school also. Uh, the Eisenhower Airport is uh, is speaking to you. If you need to check on anything, you just let us know. Right, right. What was the route then? You you graduate Baylor and you go straight to Los Angeles, or how, does, how was that path?
5: Great question, and I know everyone's story is different. Uh, my route was went back to Kansas city. And at the time, like the, uh, telecommunication company sprint, yeah. it, like was based in Kansas city. Right. Um, and so, you know, a little bit of familiarity, got a job and so on. So I did corporate for the first five years, but John, about maybe three and a half getting close to four years into it. Um, I knew like I was doing all right financially for my age and so on, and everything was going fine as a salesperson and so on. Uh, it was for more corporate clients and like, you know, would fly, um, so it was a decent job and all, but it just wasn't doing anything to fill my soul or, you know, it, 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 it was kind of, you know, again, it wasn't filling my soul. So um, <laughs> I knew it'd be crazy at the time for me to just jump ship because I was like one year away from all the um, 401k money, you know, being matched or whatever. Like if you left before five years, it would just go away. And I thought, well, it'd be stupid for me to leave in one year. So I waited one year, got my five year anniversary, gave my two week notice and went out to L.A then hmm. and, 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 yeah, and then started from scratch out there for the acting stuff, wow man I was I, yeah, I was out in l a um you know whatever, doing my best, uh, doing the acting stuff, scrape, and doing just enough to get by where some people were like, dude, you should you know uh, congratulations, but it was in l a fourteen years, wow, before getting that before getting that audition um in uh at Dick wolf's building there on universal, and then you know next thing you know, we were like heading to Chicago for we first got um thirteen episodes and then uh, and then we got what they call the back nine, or, you know, we still a full season, sure. then we got a second season, and the rest is kind of history. It was, wow! It, it's been amazing. I've been very, very blessed. I'm, I'm- yeah, you know, I'm very grateful for the opportunity. It was—it's
0: amazing. And season nine just completed on Chicago Fire, really? and you're a big part of that. I've said this; uh, folks who watch the show regularly will will know what I'm talking about. You're you're more often seen than heard. Uh, right. you, you don't have a lot of you know you don't have a lot of speaking parts in there. Right. But then to have right. this past show, I mean, you were almost one of the central characters this past show, with them giving you a hard time about your alleged uh, date uh, Maisie, and then the line about Baylor. Uh, men's championship. I mean, you you right. had a prominent role this past week.
5: No, uh, yeah, I appreciate it. Hope you enjoyed it. Uh, it. Derek had mentioned something where it's like at the the season finale last season also, it kind of was cut short because of COVID, but. It just so happened then, like I had a chemical get my eyes and so on. And
0: oh yeah, and yeah. Derek, uh-huh. and
5: Derek joked, I'm not going to hold this to him, but he joked on like, yeah, you started to become the season finale like not- you know, <laughs> person where you get more of a storyline or whatever. But uh, yeah, John, it's like you know whatever those writers write up in L. A. It's like I'm um, I'm game. You know whatever you guys need me to do.
0: Oh, that's but fantastic. It's, it's, it
5: was very it was very funny. It reminded me, uh, I, I told I'm old enough. I'm, I'm sure we're old enough for like the. It reminded me of Norm's wife in Cheers. Right. Like she never really, never saw her. You know? <laughs> right. It kind of reminded me with that episode, and then all of a sudden she appeared or whatever.
0: That was pretty good. And then uh, your your uh, alleged girlfriend date, uh, Maisie, kind of comes out of the blue, and everybody's eyes get so wide. So that was a really <laughs> good part of the show.
5: It was fun. That it was definitely fun filming that, and, and even at the beginning of the show, uh, yeah, where they're they're thinking this is so not true, like he doesn't have a girlfriend and stuff, and they were razzing me pretty good. Like we were all just having fun with it. It was I was I was thankful. That Derek and the other writers uh, wrote that. It was a lot of fun to film.
0: Randy Flagler, our guest, Baylor grad, part of the uh, Chicago Fire uh, television show that is very successful. Another Baylor uh, grad there. Another connections. Kara Kilmer. Uh, Kara, uh, let me say, had a, a significant role this past week also. Is yeah, that a good way to put he it?
5: Has, you could say she has a significant role in every episode. Oh, that's true, true. She's true. great. Yeah. She's great. Yeah, and I, when she first came, like, yeah, it was surprised to me, too. It's like, wait a minute, you're from Baylor, too? <laughs> of course, we were there, you know, different decades, probably. She's much younger, but <laughs> right. uh, you know, there's, that, there's that familiarity, you know, like you're even saying Armstrong Browning and Law and, of course, I'm blanking out with hand camera, but, you know, the fact that she spent her four years, and I spent my, we'll say, five years, which it was five years, but, uh, so, there, yeah, there's a familiarity, and and as you know with Baylor, it's, it's it's not there. You know, uh, good people. You know, from the majority, of good people go in there and so on. So it's kind of it's, it's it's in a quick uh, familiarity. Yeah, kind of
0: I love it. Do you uh, you ever have a chance to get back? We want you to come come to a game or something. Derek makes some games uh, when he has a chance. We need you to come down here.
5: Dude, that's the truth. It's I was thinking of that John when you uh, uh, when you had the request. I think it might be. It might be twenty-some plus years oh, really? coming back, so I know like the intramural fields are now gone and packed with the new student <laughs> union and all that stuff. But no, I, if I went back, I'd be my jaw would be dragging on the ground just to how much has changed. Probably, I'm yeah. sure it's nice. Haven't seen the stadium yet. Yeah. No, I'm I'm way overdue to come back.
0: All right, you look at the schedule. You you find a time when y'all can come back. We'll fix you up here, and we'd love to have you back on campus. That'd be a lot of fun.
5: That'd be very sweet. That'd
0: be yeah. nice. Yeah. Hey, I really appreciate your time. Thanks for making it work. Safe travels to you and uh, and great to visit with you. You've got my cell number now, so uh, stay in touch and look forward to talking again down the road.
5: Absolutely. I'll shoot your cell number out on all my social media. <laughs> just, just and I'll kidding. do
0: the same with yours. Uh-huh. <laughs> oh, great. Thanks, right. Randy. I hey, appreciate all it, right. bud. Thank Thanks very much. Thank you, Randy Flagler, uh, Baylor grad, part of uh, Chicago Fire, the cast of Chicago Fire. And uh, nice of him, Stephen, to make that work traveling today. So uh, appreciate that. And now you, if you folks think, what am I talking about? You know, if you didn't see the show this week or you haven't seen it, it's available on Peacock, which is the uh, streaming arm of NBC so that show from Wednesday is available and I'm, I'm guessing the whole series is available on there also
1: I would think so yeah it's kind of everybody has their own streaming service now it's yeah. sort of the, <laughs> the way we're going but uh, yeah really cool to hear those connections and Randy obviously uh, that that experience stuck with them uh, it's just so funny that Derek puts those little kind of Easter eggs in there. Every it is week. fun,
0: and even Randy said that he, when he gets the script, he he looks through to right. see kind of see those mentions in there. That's really fun.
1: And even like uh, names of frat brothers and that kind of yes, thing. Those, yes, those things come up.
0: Some of those probably happen that we don't even know about. You know, right, we don't yeah. even recognize that Derek uh, slips those in. Yes. So, so that's pretty cool. But it is like Easter eggs, you know. When you watch the show, you kind of watch for those hidden references to Baylor or Waco.
1: Yeah, the uh, the Realty Group. I mean, I'm sure you're one yeah. of the few people that really <laughs> noticed that. But it's it's just kind of the fun thing, I guess, of building that. Uh, you're really building your own universe, and they've done that with all the different shows they have in Chicago.
0: Yeah, and they're very, very successful, and uh, all three of them, back to back to back, they kinda, they're kind of, they all sort of intertwined, and a lot of times they'll do uh, episodes that where all three of them are tied in together, which is really cool. So really fun to, uh, to visit with Randy. We've had Kara on the show before. Kara Kilmer is the uh, uh, character Sylvie Brett. And we've had Derek here on the show now, Randy. So uh, we're touching all the bases with the Baylor <laughs> Baylor folks in the uh, Chicago Empire.
1: Has he ever? Has Derek ever come back to do like a Q and A? Yes, he has. Okay. Yeah,
0: yeah. He he comes back uh, more than anybody of those those people. Uh, and the last time he was here, I can't remember where it was. Uh, not this basketball season, but maybe the last. He mm-hmm. was at a game, and then he did a Q and A with uh, uh, radio, TV, film students. I guess, film and digital media students over at Castellaw, which is pretty cool to get to pick his brain, you know? That
1: that is really a great opportunity for those students to find out how he goes about his work.
0: Yeah, absolutely. He's he's an accomplished author also. He's got a number of books. Um, so he, he's he's very, very successful, and mm-hmm. uh, great to, to have him as a Baylor guy. So great to visit with Randy Flagler. Uh, catch up on those episodes if you've missed those of uh, Chicago Med, Chicago Fire, Chicago PD, and uh, they are available, I, like I said, I believe all of them on Peacock, the streaming arm of NBC. Take a break. Be back with more in just a moment. John Morris, Stephen Simcox will return after this here on ESPN Central Texas.
3: Graduation season is upon us, and Morrison's Gifts has the perfect gift to commemorate the graduates' great accomplishments. Since 1979, Morrison's Gifts has been Waco's gift store for personalized graduation gifts. John Hart ID wallets, duffels, laundry bags, and luggage for guys and gals, consuelo purses, and accessories, just to name a few. Always free gift wrapping and shipping to anywhere. That's Morrison's Gifts, a proud Baylor alumni-owned business in the Brazos Place Center next to Jason's Deli
4: VersaLift Southwest, a Thai manufacturing company. VersaLift Southwest occupies a 16-acre state-of-the-art assembly and upfitting facility that develops and builds the world's best aerial lifts, digger
5: derricks, and cable placers right here in Central Texas. They are now hiring hydraulic, electrical, and service technicians. All openings start at $17 an hour or more. Drop by their location, 7601 Imperial Drive in Waco, to apply
3: your attention is needed for this special announcement it's freedom country's grand opening sales event
4: central texas you've asked for it and you've got it freedom country's grand opening sales event is here and during our freedom country
0: sales event you can take advantage of thousands of dollars in savings and zero dollars down delivers and like i said we're making car buying easy with five makes two stores all in one location right here in killeen at freedom country i had to say it all of the plus text, I'll have a licensee,
4: deal the details.
0: People have trusted Renewal by Anderson
3: for their window replacement needs, and you can too. So call right now. Don't wait. Learn how to get your free window
4: when you buy four. 800-573-6496. 800-573-6496. That's 800-573-6496. Interest accrues from date of
0: purchase, but is waived if paid in full within 12 months. Other conditions apply. We've adjusted our operations to serve you safely following all CDC guidelines. Visit RenewalByAnderson.com for details.
4: Payments for qualified buyer with $4,000 down and 2.9%. percent TTNL Extra. See dealer for details. Travelers
0: back and so are the savings
4: at the Memorial Day Savings
0: Event at Richard Carr. Hit the road at a 2016 Buick Encore for only 152 a month. A 2016 GMC Sierra for only 318 a month. A 2018 Mercedes GLA for 334 a month. Or 2015 GMC Terrain for only 135 a month. 100% credit approval is always our goal. It's the Memorial Day Savings Event going on now at Richard Carr. At Richard Carr, we give you more.
4: I'm Ward White with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Center update brought to you by Slovatic Sausage and West. NBA playoffs continue tonight. Knicks at the Hawks. Series tied at 1. Tip is at 6 o'clock. Nets are at the Celtics. Nets lead that series 2-0. Tip at 7.30. And the Mavs host the Clippers in Game 3. Mavs lead that series 2-0. Tip at 8.30. Astros start a weekend series with the Padres tonight at home. First pitch at 7.10. Rangers on a three-game slide continue their series with the Mariners tonight. First pitch at 9.10. And you can hear that game on ESPN Central Texas. Big 12 baseball tournament continues today. West Virginia and Oklahoma State at 4. And tonight, Texas gets the winner of that game at 7.30. Lake Belton softball continues their series with Navasota today at 5.30. Broncos lead the series 1-0. And Crawford Lady Pirates play the rubber match with Italy tomorrow at 11 for a trip to Austin. Sports Center every 20 minutes, only on ESPN Central Texas. Your
0: home for the Dallas Cowboys, ESPN Central Texas.
2: In
5: the morning, low, and the sunlight
0: hurts my eyes. I like it, fade it slow something lovely day gonna wrap things up in this hour we got a few minutes left here hand things off to matt mosley top of the hour tom barfield coming in with game time at four o'clock today really fun to visit with uh with randy flagler of uh chicago fire on the air if you miss that steven has it up as a podcast at com or on social media at 1660 espn so uh We'll uh, we'll copy that and send it to Randy, and uh, great to visit with him. What's he doing? He's threatening me to send my cell phone out on social media?
1: Yes. You said you were going to send his number out on social media. Yeah.
0: Remember, I've got yours also. (laughs) We could, yeah, we could do that for sure. All right, let's update the games going on in Oklahoma City. Uh, It is Kansas State and Texas Tech, now 7-2
1: Wildcats. What is that, bottom of
0: the fifth inning?
1: Bottom of the fifth inning. So, yeah, Tech, they're able to scratch across a few runs in the fourth, uh, but K-State brought their uh, Tyler Eckberg, who's like their big reliever coming out of the pen, um so we'll see how long he can go. They yeah. he usually closes games for him. They're bringing him in in the 5th. In the 5th inning exactly. Uh, as you know Jambo, that's world and that's kind of the world when you're in an elimination game oh, in a tournament man. like this. Yeah.
0: Well, think about how many pitchers Baylor used. Probably everybody they had in, in, just two, in days. two games, yeah, yeah. In two games. So this is the third game for, uh, for k State and uh, yeah, it's tough. They it's a it's a battle of attrition for your pitchers, it really is mm-hmm. when you get in a tournament like this, especially trying to come out of the losers bracket.
1: And it's always funny because you know once you get to Sunday, it's it's the championship game. But as you said, usually by that point, especially if you had to come out of the losers' bracket, you're throwing like your seventh or eighth yeah, starter. So it's yeah, just, exactly. It's a completely different game than it normally would be.
0: That's it. Unless you can bring your your first day starter back, right, you know, right. like a Wednesday mm-hmm. start a guy on a Wednesday turn and turn game one from Sunday, yeah, and bring him back on Sunday. If you can do that. Um, but that's a, that's a little bit quicker than normal turnaround for um, a starter also. So, uh, so that game continues. K-State and Texas Tech, they are playing right now. Later this afternoon, it will be uh, at 4 o'clock this afternoon, eight seed West Virginia versus number 4 seed Oklahoma State. Then the nightcap tonight will be the loser of that game, uh, turning around and playing uh, doubleheader back-to-back against uh, top seed Texas. That is at 7.30 or so coming up tonight. Tomorrow, the, tomorrow is the uh, famous uh, if necessary games. So there could be as few <laughs> as two games tomorrow in Oklahoma City. Could be as many as four depending on the results. I bet the TV crews are maybe hoping for two. <laughs> I know how the Big 12 staff looks at that. They take no favorites, you know. They they are uh, they just want good put on a good tournament. But I know they'd much rather have two games tomorrow rather than four. Why don't
1: you guys just bow out? You played a good you played a good tournament.
0: <laughs> You're not going anywhere. Come on, <laughs> make it a shorter day for us. No, they're they're really good. That staff does uh, a terrific job in in some uh, strange schedules and some long days in Oklahoma City. All right. Uh, Matt Mosley is coming up next. Uh, what do you and Matt have in store from three to four?
1: Well, we'll talk. Uh, so, the Mavericks, they're back in action against the Clippers, and they're up 2 0 in that series. Oh, yeah.
0: Back home, right? Back in home. House tonight?
1: Yes. So, they, uh, they're the underdogs in this thing, but they took a quick 2 0 series lead. So, we'll discuss that. Uh, we'll also talk to uh, Kevin Gall, who is new chief strategy officer for Baylor Athletics. And him and Matt uh, went to college together, I believe. Great. So, great. good relationship there. And finally, JMO, oh, we'll. We'll. we'll uh, did you see this play in the Cubs Pirates game last night or yesterday Isn't that the afternoon? The craziest play. Yes, it was. So uh, Matt, I don't know if many people know this, but Matt is actually a Pirates fan. Oh, okay. Um, I did not know that. He kind of jumped on the bandwagon with those. We are family teams. Yeah, seventy nine. B- back in seventy nine. So uh, I have the radio call. Okay. Of that, and I'm going to play it, and we're just going to have Good. Some, some fun with it.
0: Good. I'll tune into that. I went. I was thinking the same thing. Mm-hmm. I went looking for the call. And I found the TV call, which is not very good.
1: <laughs> no. And, and yeah, especially not for radio, right, it really right, doesn't right. explain anything. It's, it's
0: okay. I mean, it's good for TV. Yes. That's what I meant. But to replay it on radio, no, you're left wondering or, or you, have, you have no idea what's going on, really.
1: And apparently, a funny thing about that, too, and if people don't know, so basically, uh, Cubs, you know, two outs in the third, there's a runner on second, and Javi Baez is at the plate, and he hits a ground ball to short or to third, yeah. left side of the infield. And uh, they throw it to first, and the throw pulls the first baseman off the bag. But, of course, it's it's a force out. Yeah. Uh, but the way it pulled him off the bag, it kind of made more sense for him just to tag Javi Baez out. So, Baez like, starts sprinting back towards home plate. <laughs> right. And the first baseman, instead of running back and stepping on first, follows him. And it's yeah. like a rundown situation. So, the runner from second comes around, and he ends up scoring after the first baseman through home, and then there were a couple more errors. So uh, all in all, the Cubs score a run. Baez ends up at second on what should have just been a yeah. you know routine play yeah, exactly. that you see every day. Uh, but, yeah, and apparently the TV crew was talking with the Pirates' bench coach. Like, they're doing one of those oh, in-game really? in- interviews. Oh, I didn't know that. While that was happening. <laughs> oh, god. So the TV guy starts kind of laughing because it's when you're watching it, it's a silly play. Right, right. But then <laughs> – you realize, oh, no, they're going to screw this up somehow.
0: So, <laughs> oh, that yeah, is it was, wild. It was bizarre. That is a wild play. It really mm-hmm. is. Uh, and so they got a run out of it. The runner scored from second base. And then Baez ended up at second base. Yes, he did. So once they didn't get the the force at home, the throw went down to first base, overthrew first base, and so he ended up at second. So
1: And they actually, when they were throwing to second, that throw got away too, but the third baseman yeah. was backing it yeah, up, so he yeah. he got it. But <laughs> It was uh, about as close to little league as you'll see. Yeah, in Major exactly. League
0: Baseball. But how about Baez? Heads up, turn around, <laughs> uh, you know, and, and avoiding the tag.
1: It worked. And just yeah. running back toward home plate. Just running back, forcing him to make a play. I mean, it, yeah, it was definitely was a heads up play, and uh, he he fooled that first baseman.
0: Somebody said, shouldn't that be uh, an automatic out, or shouldn't that be illegal to turn around and run back toward home plate?
1: Uh, yeah, I've seen that too. Because uh, I don't think so, though. Do you? I don't think so either. If he stays in the base path. Right, he stays in the base path. I mean, somebody said because he's running back to that base and he can't technically occupy it, but
0: but I'm, he didn't touch he didn't touch it right he, he can just, run that direction he can run
1: that direction if he wants it's almost
0: it's almost like a rundown and a rundown you're mm-hmm. going back well, back and is. forth yeah. yeah it was
1: it was a rundown yeah you don't see
0: many rundowns between <laughs> home and first oh, base it was a rundown <laughs> that didn't need to happen <laughs>
1: right but once he committed to it i guess he kind of had to go with
0: it oh man that is wild all right we look forward to that that's coming up with matt between three and four uh tom barfield is in here with you from uh, four to six what do you guys have lined up there
1: Uh, We'll do some high school baseball and softball. So Crawford softball, they beat Italy last night. Um, So now they're in a winner-take-all game on Saturday to uh, go to the state tournament. So we'll chat with their head coach. Nice. And then um, Hubbard baseball, they have a big game on Saturday as well for state tournament. We'll talk with him. And uh, we'll discuss, um, you know, Tim Tebow, this situation is really interesting. So he's on the Jags roster. Mm -hmm. He has a familiarity with Urban Meyer. Mm -hmm. And it's... As most things with Tim Tebow do, I guess. It's just become this huge national story. <laughs> exactly. Even though he's just one of the guys on a 90-man roster. So we'll we'll explore that a little bit early in the show and, and why he seems to just rile people up so much.
0: All right, very good. All right, so that's coming up with Tom between 4 and 6. Keep it here on ESPN Central Texas. Let me mention uh, a couple of birthdays today. Uh, It is uh, Ricky Rhodes' birthday, the uh, basketball coach at MCC. Happy birthday to Coach Rhodes today. It is Chris Level's birthday, Chris. Radio in Lubbock and for Texas Tech, uh, Terry Ann Thompson Kelly's birthday today, Terry Ann's uh, birthday, uh, Mark Peterson, big Baylor guy, it's Mark's birthday, and George Reba, formerly with Channel 8 Sports, retired from Channel 8 Sports, and it's George's birthday today as well. So anybody to add?
1: I do not. Does Chris Level do baseball? Or is, no,
0: that's Jeff Haxton, right? Haxton does basketball and baseball. Chris okay. works with him on basketball uh maybe some on baseball but not regularly
1: i was just saying it might be a tough birthday for uh for chris if, oh with the way he, the red exactly, raiders <laughs> are playing <laughs> 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 he's that's out there true. in bricktown well
0: he's got a talk show in lubbock so it may be a tough day in that <laughs> yeah, respect that's true. yeah so happy birthday to chris level in lubbock all right uh steven have a nice weekend appreciate you Thank stepping you in here uh monday we're gonna actually take memorial day so we won't be here on monday lord willing we'll be back on uh, tuesday we look forward to that but hope everybody has a safe Memorial Day weekend and we'll reconvene next week. Stay tuned. Matt Mosley is next on ESPN Central Texas. Yeah, thanks for
2: making
4: my dreams come.